It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. On Crunch Time, we have Sam Walsh with us from the Blues. Sam, great to have you on board. G'day, boys. Thanks for having me. What's the view like from 8 and 2 on a Saturday morning? Yeah, it's obviously um, a great feeling to be in this position at the moment. And um, we've had some tough wins, which has been nice. And um, last night was one of those ones where we just had to dig in. And, um, yeah, to be sitting here at this stage of the season, we're definitely happy. But um, as we know, we've still got a fair bit to work on as well. So just before we dig into some of the specifics, just what was your overall review this morning when you think back on, on how the evening unfolded? Yeah, I think when I think back to it, it's sort of that second quarter springs to mind, definitely. Um, if you want to look at the positives, uh, the way we got it into our forwards, and obviously Charlie was on fire, but um, I think we're playing really strong team footy at the moment, and um, I think that first half was an example of that, and Obviously, uh, another positive is probably our backline late, they're, the way they were able to stand up and um, really work together and had some crucial contests. So, um, yeah, there, there was a lot to like from last night. Sam, well played last night, and congratulations on a fantastic win. Really enjoyable game to watch. At some stages in a game, sometimes in your career, you, you're playing in a big game and you, you see the opposition and you feel, right now, this is our moment, we've got our foot on their throat. Roughly at what stage of that second quarter did you think this is our moment? Yeah, I think there was a few times where the crowd was just so loud and um, in my my career I haven't played many Friday night games at Carlton so um, for the fans to come out like they did created um, some unbelievable excitement. I think when we knew it was sort of going our way when it fell into Charlie's lap and he kicked one from the goal square to kick his fifth of the quarter I think that was been a time where um, you knew we were playing pretty strong footy, but um, they come at us really hard in the second half and um, probably tested us in a fair few areas. So, um, like I said before, if, if you're getting the wins and still still learning a lot about how the, the way you want to play, especially under pressure, I think it's a good thing. Sam, you, you, you've already jumped ahead. You're way too measured for me <laughs> at, the, at this point in time. I want to talk about the glory <laughs> of the second quarter, Sammy. So it drops into Charlie's lap and you think, oh, oh, we were calling, I... Oh, said at the time he had no right to win that ball <laughs> everything was going for you it was like it, it had come off the side of their boot and it would go straight into somebody's arms and they'd kick it back over their head everything was going right at that point in time as you hear the crowd you hear the, the chants you hear the Carlton faithful who love this type of success and yes when you say they get up and about they're very good at getting up and about it, it, it's it's just a wonderful time to play footy you must have you must have felt that absolute excitement. Yeah, definitely. Like, like I said, um, the fans are unbelievable. And I think we've been selling it, celebrating the team acts and um, players performing their roles really well. And I think the second quarter was a great example of that. We were just um, playing with the ball in our forward half and some of our smalls up there were just putting pressure on. And I think when you're doing that and you're playing 
proactive footy. Um, it's funny how it tends to, to fall in your lap a bit and um, things can go your way. So, um, yeah, it was obviously a great quarter for us and, um, yeah, very, very memorable night to be able to get that win. Sam, on your game, I was watching on TV. I couldn't work out where you were playing. Uh, you, you, other than the fact you were everywhere, where, where did you play last night? Yeah, I probably uh, I played a bit of, bit of everywhere in terms of um, I started forward at times and then I come up to the stoppage and I think a strength of our team is we've got some um, inside balls that um, I can work around and shape for and then really challenge the opposition with my running on the outside and... Um, I think the more that I can do that for us, getting up and back down the field um, and presenting at each contest, it's um, going to help us and, and connect with the play. And um, I think, yeah, the way our ballers have been going on there at the moment has been great and really stood up with that contested ball. So, um, yeah, my role is a little bit different and um, mm. probably took me a couple of games to get used to, but I'm starting to find a rhythm in it now. And, um, yeah, it's been enjoyable. So last year, um, Revelation really, well, ever since you, your first year where you sort of moved more into the centre bounce, so less centre bounce minutes, uh, and do you sort of call it and do you have a licence yourself to position yourself where you see fit? Yeah, we've been um, really strong in like program with our rotation, so um, it tends to work out um, that I'll go in for a couple and then um, I'll go back out in the forward line and start from there, but still come up to the stoppage and... I think the way that we're able to flick when you've got, um, we've probably got around six midfielders sometimes on the ground. I think the coaches are doing a great job of being able to um, give us involvement around the ball, but also on the outside. And I think I try and use that as strength in my game is to, um, yeah, tr- try and play a few different positions and give different looks at oppositions, which, um, yeah, throughout the course of the year, Kane, as you know, you've got to be able to do that and have, mm. have teams get, get different looks from you. You will captain the Carlton Footy Club. Uh, Patrick Cripps has been unbelievable this year. What are you learning off him? Yeah, Cripps has been amazing. Um, I think his leadership's just going from strength to strength at the moment. Um, I think his ability on field, just to have that presence as a leader, um, he's done a lot of work on the mental side of the game, and you can tell, and even when we're having challenging moments, he's the first to get the boys up and about. And I think off the field, um, he's got a great bloke to, to learn off it in terms of leadership in Vossie and um, I think we've obviously learned some a lot of good lessons over the past couple of years and um, a lot of those times it was it was tough going so you learn what works and what doesn't and um, I think us boys are supporting him really well as a group by um, hopefully helping the load but he's been great for us and um, yeah, he's obviously having a great season as well. When you say he's done work on the mental side of the game, what does it look like? Well, I hear that a lot but... What, take me inside what that looks like and, and how you do that. Yeah, I think um, a lot of clubs are doing it now in terms of the psychology side of the game. Um, we've got a great psychologist there, club Tara, um, and she runs group sessions with us. Um, like a lot, as I said, a lot of clubs would, and I think Cricket just goes to an extra level with that. Um, mentally prepares. He's he's very strict with um, what he does um, throughout the week to get his body right and. I think for us, especially um, with some young guys in the group, to be able to learn off a player like him, um, it can set you up to have really good habits and a really good um, sort of professional career. Um, and, he, yeah, he really sets the path for that. Mm. Sammy, can you, you're 21, you turn 22 in four, six weeks' time. Can you tell us so people get a, get a feeling for what it is to be a 21-year-old and, and what it takes 
in terms of fitness levels and the levels you've achieved, some of the, the broader measuring aspects of, of the fitness world, like you guys run around Princess Park, don't you, the outside track? Yeah. yeah well, uh, we, we, we used to, but now we run it. We go across to the uh, Melbourne Uni. Um, there's a two k. We do a two k around the 400 meter track there. So and how do um, you that's go usually that? day one of preseason. <laughs> how do you go? Um, yeah, pretty well. Yeah, it's probably um, yeah. Running's probably my main strength, and I've got to go well with that. And Matt Cottrell's um, by far the best runner at the club. Um, he smashed the two k this year. Um, so I'm so always trying to talking? keep on the back so, of him. What are we talking? So the local guys can measure themselves against you, and 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 Cornsy can tell us exactly how good it is. <laughs> yeah, well, I think Matt Cottrell might have ran a five forty this year, which, um, yeah, he's very good going. It's under three minute k's for, for each of those k's, and he's he's hard to catch. So I think a lot of a lot of our midfielders are um, there and around the six minutes to six ten, and. Um, I think we were able to have a really strong pre-season and a lot of guys complete most of the pre-season, which, um, as you guys know, you've got to be able to do to be competing for that um, that top eight position. So um, I think we've got a lot of guys that um, are feeling really strong with their body and um, recovering really well each week. So it's given our best opportunity to, to play strong, energetic footy. Sammy, last time Carlton supporters were probably this excited watching Carlton with the footy was when Betts, Yaron and Garlett prowled the inside 50. Now, Betts, Yaron, Garlett's before your time, but they've been replaced by Durden, Owies, Fisher and Motlop. Can you give us a sense into the Mosquito fleet and how exciting they are on a, on a game day and obviously their personalities during the week? Yeah, they've been great. Yeah, firstly, game day stands out. Like, just the way they swarm on the loose ball and... As I mentioned before, um, I think they just have the ability to make stuff happen. Um, and they've all got their own individual strengths, but um, I think we've been really encouraged to um, get to the feet of our tools and when they're not marking it, it's putting that pressure on and then you can get repeat entries from there. And um, during the week, I like a lot of our boys, they just, um, yeah, they want to get better at their game and um, they bring great energy to the club. Matty always is pretty chirpy, so um, he's always up and about after a goal, which is great to see. So, um, yeah, there's some good personalities down there as well. Um, and as I mentioned before, when you've got the likes of Charlie and Harry compete in the air, it can mm. become pretty predictable for them, which is nice. And, and just with your week coming off that, that five-day break, obviously, now I know you, you and the club certainly wouldn't have wanted to um, make excuses if the result didn't go your way last night, but given that it did, can you, I'm not sure if you're willing to let us in here, but just the, it's been going around a number of clubs. Uh, I understand a few of the boys were crook, crook during the week with, with a virus of sorts. Yeah, I think it's, it's going around Melbourne a fair bit and um, everywhere, I guess, and um, we probably a couple of weeks back had a few boys who were crook and it's sort of going around the club a little bit, but um, I think ultimately when you're running out on that field, um, you, you're deemed right to play and, and you're ready to have a crack and I think that's what we've been doing really well and um, there's a lot of guys, especially at this point of the year, that aren't feeling 100%, so um, I think that's when it becomes even more enjoyable to play team footy and do it together, so um, we've been able to get through that period pretty well and hopefully we've got all the sickness out before the, the main part of winter is starting to get pretty cold down here. <laughs> In, in the preparation for the Sydney game, did you show the Luke Parker incident and did you discuss it as a group? No, we, we didn't show it at all. I think um, the main thing this week was us focusing on playing our strengths and uh, we knew that they were going to come out hard and strong and um, 
Luke's obviously one of those players that drives it for them. So, um, yeah, we d- we didn't shine any light on that. Mm. Sam, one thing you, I think you did shine a lot on after the game last night was the uh, incident, if I can call it that, or the collision between Sam Doherty and um, and obviously Josh Kennedy, and, and and to highlight Sam's ability to obviously put himself in that position and then to go on and obviously play at the game. Yeah, that was uh, as courageous as it comes. Um, obviously, it's been well documented how yeah, tough tough Doc's been this year, but um, yeah, that just summed him up. He was able to get up and. I looked at the replay this morning, and yeah, I don't don't know how he did it to be honest, because it was a big hit. Um, yeah. We had a, had a, had a few of them throughout the night from um, a few individuals. That um, that just sparks a team, and um, yeah, Doc's as I said, been great all year, and um, yeah, very courageous. So we look at the way this game unfolded. There was a nine-goal second quarter. John Longmire must have coached brilliantly to get his players up to have a real dig after they were just completely whitewashed. It would have been so easy for a team to emotionally fall apart. But the Sydney Swans came back at you. I'm sure he coached well. I'm sure that, that, that Vossi reminded you blokes they'd come. But at three-quarter time when they're seriously coming, they've banged on five, and you guys have slowed a little bit in that quarter. What did Vossi say to you at three-quarter time? What was the message coming through? Yeah, I think Vossi's great at um, having a having a strong message, but um, not over, overdoing it as well. So he had a couple of key points around how we wanted to move the ball and have a bit more composure and try and get it played in our, our front half. And um, he also just mentioned this is a time where you've just got to dig in. Um, as simple as it sounds, um, they were probably coming pretty hard through the corridor at us. So some of those defensive runs and communication, um, he said that had to be an emphasis. And um, as I mentioned before, we had a few last last line efforts from, from leaders and a few big tackles. And I think at the end of the day, that's what's got us over the line. And um, yeah, even though you don't like playing in close games too often, we've had a few this year and we've been able to stand up. And, um, obviously, it's not the position you want to be in, but... Um, I think the ability to find a way has been a positive for our group. And Sam, we, we saw vision last night. Greg Williams was with Michael Voss after the siren, which is a beautiful image in the history of the game. I'm just curious. He is at the club. Is how hands-on is he with uh, with some of you on ballers? Yeah, I heard Deezer was pretty hands-on with Vossy last night. After <laughs> <the win. laughs> so, um, no, for anyone that's met Deezer, he's obviously a great character and um, an unbelievable player in his own right, but he's got a lot of passion for the club and I think that's the thing at the moment with the supporters and past players and people that enjoy watching the game. They just see us playing with that passion and I think he loves that more than anyone. Um, in terms of at the club, he's pretty, he's pretty hands-on. Um, he's obviously um, the footy director, so he reports to the board um, with, with everything to do with the footy department. But um, he's always out doing touch with us and giving us a, a bit of advice. And um, it's pretty it's pretty cool to have the old the old school sort of um, basics and that banged into here a fair bit by Diesel. So, um, yeah, you can obviously see why he was such a great of the game with the way he even goes about it with us. He strikes me as an eccentric figure like Mark Williams at Melbourne. Is he in your ear going, oh, you could try a little bit of this as you shoot the hand pass out there, you could work this angle? Yeah, he's, he's very much like that. Um, he might even say a few quiet words to you if the handballs aren't quite on or... Um, <laughs> He always wants you to give a target for the kicker or, or the handballer, which he's massive on. So um, you'll hear his deep voice screaming out from the sideline here or there. And then other times he'll just float around the packs and give a few messages to everyone. But, um, yeah, as I said, he's been great. And he's obviously 
worked with a lot of successful players in his time as well. So um, got a lot to learn off him. Sam, it's great to have you with us. We love what you're doing and where the Blues are. So uh, all power to you. Good to chat. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.